Hello, my name is Tyler Martineau, and I want to talk to you about money. But full disclosure, this is my very first time ever recording myself and trying to put it out there to the world, I guess. So if I sound a little goofy, a little off, um, not sure what to say at times, please forgive me. I'm recording this on my phone, and I have no way to edit it, and this is all just raw material, so... Uh, this is actually about the 30th time I've recorded myself. I've never realized how hard exactly it is to record yourself and and try and uh, put a message or bring a message together in a way that can can be depicted in somebody's mind across the radio waves or however this works. So with that said, it's kind of like trying to leave a uh, message for people to leave you a message on your voicemail. Um, you have to at least record yourself 15 to 20 times before you think you sound right <laughs> or just delete it all together. So I would like to talk to you about money and my, my perception of how, how to be successful with money. First, I'd, I'd like to clarify what the definition of success is. Um, there's a book titled The Richest Man in Babylon, the Richest Man in Babylon. Very good book. I do recommend reading it if you haven't. Um, it is a quote by George S. Clausen that he has written in there that says, Success means accomplishments through your own efforts and abilities. So if you think about that, of what success in, in that definition would mean, um, it means accomplishments made from your own efforts and abilities. And so I would like to take it one step further because I want to talk about not just accomplishments. In my mind, accomplishments can be our success, I guess. Success can be anything that you accomplish through your own efforts and ability. So I could, I could be successful in putting together a puzzle. I could be successful in driving to the store. I could be successful in a lot of things, a lot of good things, a lot of bad things. Hopefully, I, my goals are to be successful in a lot of good things. But I want to pinpoint uh, and talk about being successful with money. Um, a lot of misperception uh, comes across when you talk about being successful with money because a lot of times people relate success with money to those that are rich. Oh, if they're rich, they're successful with money, uh, which in my mind, that's completely false. I've seen and read, I'm sure if you haven't read any stories about people who've won millions in lottery winnings and five years later they're right back to where they started, it's because they've never truly became successful with money. They've become lucky and won, won a lot of money, but they've never been successful with their money and their handlings of money. And so that's kind of what I want to touch on. I want to pull it all into perspective of what it means to be successful with money and not just lucky with money and have a lot of money or rich with money. I want to talk about what it means to be successful with money. So success with money means accomplishments with money through your own efforts and abilities. So with that said, I would like you to picture yourself. Uh, I'm going to try and illustrate a picture in your mind through my words of a diagram. This diagram has two sides of a cliff. It has one on the left side, so it's like the Grand Canyon. Picture you're trying to cross the Grand Canyon or some huge canyon that you're familiar with. You have left side, the left side, the one side that you're standing on right now, and you're looking over it, 
and you see on the far side uh, the other cliff. And so the side that you're on, I like to call your current financial understanding. So it doesn't matter where you're standing next to Bill Gates, you're standing next to some Joe Schmo at school, you're all there at your current financial understanding. It's just a, a generic category of your current financial understanding because this is I want this to be personalized to you as a listener. So your current financial understanding, wherever it may be, and you see the cliff clear on the other side, and that's where everybody wants to be, which is successful with money. So it doesn't matter who you are standing by or who you're, you are now. You always, everybody wants to be successful with money. I mean, let's get real. Nobody wants to be unsuccessful with money. We all want to be successful with money. So we have two sides of a cliff. Now, the only way to get from one side to the other is to build a bridge. So this analogy, I would like you to picture, we are going to build a bridge, a bridge that goes from one side of the cliff to the other. Because right now, that vast space that's in the middle of between the two sides is your, your financial uh, illiteracy, we'll call it, your financial illiteracy. And we want to conquer that financial illiteracy, so we want to build a bridge of financial intelligence is what we'll call that. So this bridge, it is made up of three ginormous pillars that are evenly spaced in the middle of, that, uh, of the two cliffs. And between those three pillars, between each one, there's going to be planks going, spanning from one, from one side to the other. So spanning from where you are now, that side of the cliff, to the first pillar is a plank then spanning from that pillar to the next pillar is another plank and so forth. There's four planks and three pillars. So let me tell you exactly first what the, the pillars are. The pillars are perceptions. They're the three perceptions that most individuals perceive money is made. Okay? So the perceptions are, are the pillars are the pillars of perception. So PP, pillars of perception, um, of the way people perceive money to be made. So the first one's work. Money is made through work. The second one is saving. Uh, so save to earn, work to earn, save to earn. And the third one is spend to earn. So those are the three pillars. People work to earn money, they save to earn money, and they spend to earn money. Those are the three ways people perceive money is to be made. So if we were to take that and then the four planks. Uh, the planks I call planks of performance because those are the ways, the actions that are necessary in order to progress from one pillar to the next. So we'll talk about those. It's going to be kind of confusing if I just lay it all out, out on the line, but we'll talk about those once we come to it. Um, and you'll, you can draw it on a piece of paper if you'd like. It makes it make more sense in a way. Um, but first, I'd like to talk to you about that very first work diagram are the work pillar. The work pillar is the most easiest way people earn money. Or the most, I'm sorry, the most simplest way, not easy. The most simplest way people earn money. In fact, there's a story of when, uh, I'd, I'd share with you, when I was a boy, about nine years old, me and my best friend Matt, we would come up with these ideas to make money. Every once in a while, between having fun and building huts and 
and uh, covering garbage bags, uh, covering rain gutters with garbage bags, we would come across an idea that would make money. Usually it's about a dollar or something like that that we'd get paid. And then the next day we'd go on with our daily activities and forget about it. But one day we came up with a great idea um, to clean the rain gutters that were out in the street, the street gutters, to clean them of the debris and gravel. And so we talked our parents into it and said, Hey, Mom, Dad, pay us a dollar. We'll clean your street gutter. And so they did. We were so excited about it, we decided, Hey, let's take that idea and present it to our neighbors. And we went to our neighbor and presented it to our neighbor and told him the same thing. Hey, listen, we'll clean your gutters and you pay us money. And he walks out there and looks at it and to see if he really needed it or not and agrees. And so we, we had discovered a way that we could turn our efforts and abilities into money. So work is the simplest way that money can be made. It's so simple, in fact, that Two nine-year-old boys with zero experience could do it. In fact, that's the way most individuals do make money, is they work to earn money. In some way, shape, or form, they convert their energy by either working for somebody else or doing it on their own or creating an idea. They convert their energy into something, a product, that they trade for money, or sometimes they trade it straight across, their energy for money, a paycheck every week. So that is the simplest, not necessarily the easiest way to create money, like I kind of messed up before, but it's the simplest way to create money. So keep that in mind. That is kind of gives you the perspective of, or the perception of work to earn pillar. So the thing that I want to talk about now is the plank, the plank that goes across from where your current financial understanding is right now to work to earn. Most of us cross this plank when we are kind of getting introduced to the work field. And so we'll get a job or go out there and, and uh, create some gutter cleaning idea and we'll create money. But the way to do that is increase your ability to earn money. And so that's the plank, is to increase your ability to earn, because your, your ability to earn, when it is increased, obviously the, the revenue that you earn is also increased. And so when you increase your ability to earn through, maybe it's you go to specific uh, educational courses. Like if I worked at McDonald's and I wanted a raise, uh, I could go to burger school and be more educated in how to create a better burger and get a raise. So I would increase my ability to earn and progress um, from work to earn and make more money. So that's kind of the action that needs to take place is increasing your ability to earn, whether it's to go out there and work, whether it's in classroom or whether it's in the, the field that you're learning to weld or to uh, pave roads or whatever it is, you're increasing your ability to earn um, so you can work to earn money. Now, from work to earn pillar, Let's talk about the next pillar, the save-to-earn pillar. So a lot of the times, saving kind of gets a bad rap because of it's, it's so hard to do. You end up trying to save money, but then an emergency comes along and you spend that money and you're back to where you started. And so many different other scenarios that, uh, that it's, it's just hard to save, especially when you're already living from paycheck to paycheck. And so saving is a way to earn because there's so many different ways to save. 
um, your money to be able to have your money basically make money for you. And some of those of them are getting them into CDs or in, in getting them into just a bank, some banks pay out to, to be able to save your money. But the, the most, uh, I think it's the most influential, personally, my, my most influential quote that I've heard, um, Benjamin Franklin says, a penny saved is a penny earned. So I want to put it into perspective for you. If you had one wish, and it could be for anything in the world, what would it be? Just tell yourself. You don't have to tell me, tell your neighbor. Just tell yourself. If you had one wish, it could be for anything in the world, what would it be? You know, would it be, I mean, if we're, a lot of people, since we're talking about money, hey, a million bucks. Or would it be world peace? Or what, what would it be? So I want to let you know the secret of the fantasy world. <laughs> Not that I visit there quite often, but the, the secret is a wish, the value of a wish is in and of itself. The best thing you can wish for is more wishes. So if I was going to have one wish and I could wish for anything in the world, I would wish for more wishes because then I could wish for anything I wanted and keep wishing for anything I wanted because if I wish for more wishes. And if I ever ran down, I'd wish for more wishes. So if you wish for another wish, you know, that's the best value that a wish can have is, is the value of, is of itself. So put that in perspective with money. Because a wish, uh, money is like a wish. If you waste it, in a sense, if you wish for a million dollars, well, shoot, why didn't you wish for two million dollars? It's, in a sense, wasted because you've used that one wish. If your dollar is wasted by being spent on, say, a candy bar, every cent that that dollar could have earned you through saving or investing or whatever is now wasted because you wasted that dollar. So by saving that dollar, every bit of that potential is still harnessed uh, to where you could use it for or utilize it for investment purposes, saving purposes, whatever you want to make it so that dollar can make another dollar. And those two dollars can make two more dollars. And eventually, uh, you'll be set to where you could start spending your money lavishly because of your other money is making you money. So that's the point of saving. Saving, if you do not save your money, you do not have money to, to grow your money. So that's the perception of how saving to earn makes money. You save to earn, so you do not spend it, spend it places. So that's the pillar. Now the plank that goes from work to earn to save to earn, keep in mind we're building this massive bridge across the can Grand Canyon, uh, the is to create a savings account. That's the action, the plank of performance that needs to take place in order to prog progress from, from work to earn to save to earn. So you create a savings. There's many rules, many books out there. I'm not going to go into great detail to tell you, hey, what you needed to save and how much and percentage-wise. Some say 10%, some say differently and, and save it before you spend it or save it, pay yourself first. Or There's many different ways that you can educate yourself uh, on saving and how to see it save and the, way, the method to create a savings account and how many saving accounts and emergency funds and yada, yada. So that's, I, I, I do have this all written in my book, but I'm not going to touch on this in this um, this radio broadcast. 
So now that you've gone from uh, your current financial understanding and crossed the plank of increasing your ability and, and uh, create your savings, now you've kind of come to the edge where most people tend to stop. They never fully construct the bridge. Most people know how to work to earn, and they increase their ability to earn by schooling or uh, on the site performances, and uh, or they create their own savings accounts, and they know how to save, but they don't ever go past that. They kind of stop and say, okay, here's where I'm at. I should be okay now. Um, but the next ones are very critical into the progression of becoming successful with money because this is where most people... Uh, this is where it refines you, really. But let's first talk about the third pillar. The third pillar is spending your money. Spend to earn. People, Most people call this investing, in case you haven't caught on. It, most people do call this investing. But spending your money to earn money. And this is, this is the easiest way to earn money. Working is the simplest. Spending to earn is the easiest. Because of that whole concept of using a dollar to make you a dollar. Using a wish to get more wishes. And then eventually, once you have enough dollars saved up, you can start spending on, or on unnecessary things. So spending to earn the per perception of, hey, it, most people think it takes money to make money. You're right, it does. But first it takes the ability to work and the ability to save to be successful with money because if you do not have those a lot of people that uh, say win the lottery well now they have a lot of cash in their hands and they think oh yeah you spend to earn well they go out to spend to earn but they have never learned how to work to earn their money or they have never learned how to save their money and they've never really learned how to wisely invest their money and Oftentimes, they end up right back where they are. Granted, there are some that do um, get lucky in life and, and move forward, but mm, very few. So with that per perception, that third pillar placed, now we have two planks to perform. We have one that goes from save-to-earn pillar to the spend-to-earn pillar. And the one that goes from saving to spending is called controlling your spending. A lot of the times... People save their money, or people work, but they do not know how to control their spending. They're out there buying clothes, they're buying radios, they're buying TVs, they're buying all sorts of things that are unnecessary, that are just wants and not needs, and they do not know how to control their spending. I put it in a, in a uh, relation to trying to fill a bucket. And if that bucket has holes in it, you'll never fill that bucket. And that's what most people do. They're trying to fill that bucket of save, or bucket of, that I call retirement, and they go and scoop water up into it, and it just pours out because the holes are their poor spending habits. And until they plug those holes, they will never fill that bucket and be able to retire in the comfort level that they want. So we must first control our spending before we spend earn. We must control our spending. And then the last one that goes from the spend to earn pillar to the being successful with money is is buying assets. So that's when you actually the action of going out and spending your money 
of buying assets. A lot of the times people have a misperception um, of an asset. Now this is uh, explained in diverse ways in many books of saying that, hey, these are assets and these are not assets. And the most simple uh, way that I could put it is assets are things that make you money and liabilities are things that cost you money. And so that's where the research um, and the know-how of spending your money to earn money comes into play where you need to know what you're buying and make sure that it is an asset because that is the ac action, the pillar or plank of performance that we need to cross to become successful with money. So now we have our entire bridge completed. We have where we started, our current financial understanding. We've crossed from there to the work to earn pillar by increasing our ability to earn. And then we've crossed from the work to earn pillar to the save to earn pillar through creating a savings account. And then we've progressed from save to earn to spend to earn pillar by controlling our spending. And then we actually went from spend to earn to being successful with money by buying assets. Those are, I mean, that is the bridge of financial intelligence. Now I want to go a step further because all this can be, it's outlined and underlined in my book. Um, you'll just have to Google it or ask me about it because uh, it's not published yet. It's uh, on its way. But all this, I want to go a step further because if you take this entire concept that I've now given you, uh, the bridge of financial intelligence, and if it were drawn out on a piece of paper, you could take that piece of paper and put it in a circle to where both ends connect. Well, now your current financial understanding, the side that you were on to begin with, is exactly where you ended up, that success with money. They overlap. Because your current financial understanding now, whether it was is better than it was before, or um, you still have that bridge that you can cross to become more successful with money because it's a continual process that needs to happen. Now your perception, your perceptions of the three ways to earn are a little bit modified. Because now your work to earn isn't flipping burgers at McDonald's. Your work to earn is learning how to invest. Or your work to earn may be stock markets. Or your work to earn may be something that is more lucrative. And increasing your ability is education in something that is more lucrative to earn money. Uh, your savings. Now instead of just holding your, your money in, say, under your pillow or in a savings account, you're looking for better ways, more secure ways to, to save your money in a way that is easily liquidable. And your, your spending, you're controlling your spending in different, uh, different avenues, uh, tighter, and you're buying, say, more bigger assets, uh, going, spending more money. So kind of takes that, it's always an eternal round of how you refine your understanding of being successful with money. So there it is. Give me your thoughts on it. That's my book in a nutshell. Um, I go through many other details and stories of how the concepts came to be, but that is my creation, my uh, knowledge, my uh, perception on what it takes to be successful with money. It takes a bridge of financial intelligence to overcome our financial illiteracy as a nation. And so with that said, uh, thanks for listening. And hopefully this goes off well. If not, uh, I gave it a shot, right? <laughs> All right. Thank you.